Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us here on the Warriors Arise podcast. I am your host, Jane Zahasky. Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed are here with me today. Hello. Hello, Hello. ladies. <laughs> nice to see you again. Yes. It's been so long. It feels like it. It feels, it feels like, like, it. It's, it's, been like forever, it's been a yeah. long time. Ah. Well, I love our topic today. We came together and just thought, you know what? Let's just hit something that everyone has experienced. Mm -hmm. Everyone. When you're just cruising along in life thinking everything's great, no major worries, everything's going as planned, planned. right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, maybe the phone rings, maybe you get even an email, Maybe somebody shares something with you and life as you know it, like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. It's yeah. different. It ends. Yeah. And what do you do with that? Let's, let's just talk about it. What do you do with that? Well, I found a quote that we can start off with because to me, it just really paints a picture of what you're talking about. It says, ships don't sink because of the water around them. Mm. Ships mm. sink because of the water inside of the boat. Right. Mm. Don't yeah. let what's happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. Wow. That's oh, good. I love that. I do too. I love that. And you can pick that apart in so many ways, but let's digest yeah. what it means about not letting what's around you get inside of you. Yeah. Because that good. is what creates so much more pain than yeah. what's necessary. Right. So much isolation, so yeah. much depression. So much suicidal thoughts, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, because mm -hmm. we let what's around us inside of us. Yes. And why do we do that? Because we're controlled by our emotions. Yeah. Oh, good. that's good. That's so good. Our emotions. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> okay, we're done. Y'all have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> because our emotions are the voice of God in yeah. so many times yeah. in our lives. So therefore, if we feel it, it's final. Yeah. Uh -huh. So true, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is good. That is good. And that is, I like that quote. That is what weighs you down. Like, you know, when you have those experiences, you literally feel heavy. Yes. Literally. It is literally like it feels like you're walking around with 20 pound weight on your shoulder or something. And mm -hmm. it's dealing with that, that heaviness. And it's hard to get through that heaviness to see Oh, I'm thinking negative thoughts. How can I change those? You yeah, know? nobody wants to think about that in the moment. Right, right. We're not thinking about self-development. No, no. When you're in that moment, when you're in crisis mode, let's just yeah, say, yeah, yeah, that's first what it few is. Days of yeah. whatever life may have handed you, whether it was an affair, mm -hmm. maybe it was someone died, right? Maybe it was a, a scary health mm -hmm. diagnosis. Yeah. You know, and so when loss of a job. Yeah. That oh, could be. that's grief. Mm -hmm. I mean, so much grief. Yeah. yeah. So many yeah. things to grieve. And when you're in those first few days, mm -hmm. because let's face it, when we walk through major things like that, it takes days, weeks, sometimes months to mm -hmm. process and walk through. And so that's why it's so important to make sure that you have these tools mm -hmm. to process through those first few days. You know, I've been in situations like that before where I could barely get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And right. if you would have told me then, just hop up and put on your positive thoughts and right. turn your Bible app, I, I might have hit you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because let's just be real. Some Some days you can't do that. Mm-hmm. 
but we got to make sure that people know what's going on in our lives. Yeah. People are checking in on us and we're not staying in those mm-hmm. depressive yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important too to remember, like Susie said, in the beginning, it's always going to feel the worst. So mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Give yourself grace to feel it. Yes. Give your yeah. give your um self a space, a healthy space yeah. to grieve. Yeah. Because you're going to grieve and it might come out in anger, it may come out in fear, it may come out in tears or all the above, but yeah. feel it and then make a battle plan. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. I love those words, battle mm-hmm. plan. That's good. Yep. And that always includes, you can't go to battle alone. That's right. And just like you said, Susie, earlier that have someone reach out to someone, let someone know that they can just be praying for you or just so you know somebody else has my back at this point. Somebody at least knows what I'm going through and is thinking of me or praying for me. And you can reach out to them and say, hey, I'm just having a really bad day. And you know, they're going to speak some life into you, Exactly. (laughs) you know? Yeah. If not, they're the wrong person. True. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. Definitely find someone that will speak life. And sometimes the mm -hmm. best thing that they can do is just sit in silence with you. Exactly. Just their presence. Just be there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yep. That's really good. But yeah, so going into battle, but kind of having your army with you, you know, you don't want to do it alone. Yeah. Well, we were never meant to do this alone. No. We talked about this before. That's. That's the goal of the enemy is to get us alone because we're easier prey when left yeah. alone. Oh, so yeah. It's, it's actually imperative when you're in such a volatile state to be with people that can surround you, mm-hmm. who can intercede for you in prayer and be yeah. praying over you. Yep, exactly. And mm-hmm. just to say, I'm here for you. I love you. Mm-hmm. I care for you. Thinking of you. Just those little things. Right. Yeah. And just, we didn't really talk about this part, but. Keeping in mind kind of like you being that person to someone else. Yes. Because I'm just thinking, gosh, I could have been a better person to someone else going through some bad situation by reaching out more or by just letting them know that, hey, I'm thinking of you today. And putting yourself in that person's shoes, being that person. Right. And then when you need that person, you're going to have people right there to do it. And you're in your community doing it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So doing life together, just in the good mm-hmm. and the bad. On those days when all you can do is breathe in mm-hmm. and breathe out. Yep. And breathe in and breathe out and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And yeah. some days that's, that's literally all you can do yeah. when life takes a bad turn. Yeah. So let's talk about some practical things yep. that people can do to deal with. And those unexpected yeah. moments in their mm-hmm. lives. It's like, okay. Yeah. Because we yeah, talk about we how much that. we can what feel can different, but what are <laughs> exactly. actually some practical things we can do? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So let's set up the situation. Let's okay. just say life is going as you planned. That's kind of the key there, right? Because <laughs> right. you have got it all put together. You're in control. Things are going the way you think they should go and everything's peachy and you get a phone call. And let's just say there's a death. There's something that you're grieving. That's it could right. be a, a death, loss. a loss of anything, a, mm-hmm. of a marriage, of a job, of a of a loved one, all the things. And we'll just say it was a loss. And so what do we do? What do we do with that? What are some of our practical first steps? First thing, know your personality and how you process that kind of information. Mm-hmm. You might need to take a few minutes alone. You might need to make a phone call and 
digest it with somebody else or cry yeah. with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But processing information before reacting yeah. is always mm-hmm. super important. That's good. Processing before reacting. That's really good. It is really good because yeah. oftentimes we let our emotions yeah. dictate our reactions. Yeah. And that's not always a good thing. And sometimes, like, I know my emotions can get carried away and I can like make a situation even bigger and larger and be like, okay, whoa, well, okay, maybe just get back to the facts here. Yeah. <laughs> what has happened? And then process. <laughs> yeah. And we always talk about creating a battle plan or a next step. You may not know what the full plan is, but you always need to have a next step. So after you're processing, then you start to, whether you are a pen and paper type of person, mm-hmm. but you need to write down what are the one, like, what, what are the things I have to take care of right now? Mm-hmm. Because there's some things that are urgent that maybe you're a parent and you have children to take care of, but yet mm-hmm. you are in this moment of grief. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that you have to take care of right now? Or what are some things that you can ask some help from someone else to help you in those moments where mm-hmm. these have to be done? I have to run errands, but I'm not functioning. So what, what do you need to do that only you can do? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I think also one of the first things that I would, I think of is asking why, why did this happen? Why me? Why? And that leads to Mm -hmm. that kind of that victim mentality and it can come on quickly, you know, like why me? Why, why is this how always happening to me? You know, when you start getting that, oh, I'm kind of feeling sorry for myself. Like, I shouldn't be going through this. Why isn't so-and-so going through this or whatever, the person that deserves this or something. And that's definitely where you want to identify that right away because those thoughts will come because the enemy will see that open door and it doesn't matter where it is, whose mind it's in. Right. And the enemy will come in and just say, okay, hey, you know what? You're a victim. Let's just sit here for a while. But identifying that and dealing with that right away. So dealing with being a victim mindset or having a victim mindset, that is something we've hit on before. Yeah. So let's kind of um, add to that step. And how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, right. That's when the renewing of your mind and self-talk yeah, really exactly. comes into play. Yeah. Yep. Because you might be in a situation where you were victimized, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. You, somebody may have done something that hurt you mm-hmm. tragically. And mm-hmm. so you have every right mm-hmm. to feel like a victim, but that's not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a good place to be. And, and it is a trap. Mm-hmm. So I say that if you're stuck in that place to identify those thoughts of how could this happen to me? How could they do this to me? How dare them do this to me? You find yourself in that anger mm-hmm. to, to just take those thoughts captive, like we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. and figure out a way. Do do I have a role in what happened to me? Mm-hmm. Even if it's only 1%, right. do I have a role in what led up to what happened? And, right. and what can I do about my part in this? And what is the solution to this? And just mm-hmm. do your best to get your mind back on that track of healing yeah and taking self-inventory is oh, so tough it's the hardest thing it ever. is especially when you literally are the victim mm-hmm. but yeah. you're right no one sins alone mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. sin travels oh, in packs yeah and that's so good. there's always something to learn from mm-hmm. yourself yeah and definitely. the spirit of pride will keep mm-hmm. us man that's tough <laughs> tough to do no kidding <laughs> we're all like oh yeah oh, gosh. All, like trying to think about that for a moment yeah, yeah. I go, oh, but dear. i think that's why especially in the victim mentality 
you're not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for you to identify that in the moment. And that's when you really need that trusted person to help you. Mm -hmm. Someone that can call you out in love, but also comfort you in those moments. So who is that person for you? Be thinking about that as we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need those relationships. So if maybe you don't have that, Mm -hmm. maybe you're in a situation and you don't feel like you have someone to go to. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage you to reach out to local churches in the area, a counselor, a Christian counselor, and and find someone Mm -hmm. that you can get into and process whatever may be going on. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes a stranger is even better because they don't know anything about your past. Yeah, that's that's true. So having an unbiased person to talk to sometimes can be the best healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Like a counselor, just calling up a number and say... Hey, I need to, help. I need help. I love I my counselors. Help. I couldn't do it that's without good. them. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. What other practical steps do you have here? Well, one of my favorites, yeah, is kill it with <laughs> kindness. <laughs> kill oh, it with kindness. Kill it with kindness. And what does that even mean? Wow. For one, it's like speaking positive affirmations yeah. over what has happened. Yeah, that's very tough. Yeah, very if, tough. Yes. And especially let's say that you are a parent or you have people that depend on you Mm -hmm. and why this is important because it also helps put their hearts at ease. Mm -hmm. You may not be healed from it, but it also keeps them kind of above water. Mm -hmm. And so you're helping the people around you that depend on you at ease while you're healing. And then also eventually you start to convince yourself that, man, the things I'm saying, I I could be okay. Yeah. And that's half the battle right there. Yeah. 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 Convincing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't really mm-hmm. like the word fake it till you make it. Yeah. But, but that's kind of what it is, but it's right. But it's not really faking it. Well, yeah. but we can yeah. speak life giving words over ourselves. Yeah. In light of it. So we have the facts mm-hmm. of our situation. Yeah. But we can still decree and declare like truth statements yes. over our life that yeah. are positive and life giving and kind. Right. Mm-hmm. And it takes away the power from this situation. Doesn't yeah. take it away. Doesn't mean there's not good days and bad right. days. Right. The heaviness will be heavier on some mm-hmm. than others. <clears throat> you know, yeah. it's a process. But get to their faster. Definitely a process. But yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without all that weight, because as you're, you know, all that kindness <laughs> is a little bit lighter than yes. the heaviness. Right. Of kind of sinking into the negative. <clears throat> aspect of the situation so Susie, tell us also how because another one another tool we have is to um, do some kind things for yourself (laughs) when you're feeling like the life your life is ending so what are some kind things that our ladies can do for themselves Mm -hmm. whenever you're feeling like you just want to give up well for starters don't give up don't ever give up um don't self-destruct because it's in our nature, especially those of us in recovery, to want to go back to those old addictive patterns. Right. And take a bath, a bubble bath, and put on some worship music. Mm, yeah. Uh, go have breakfast mm. with a really good friend. Yeah. And just talk about what might be going on. Mm-hmm. I think getting out in nature, too, helps, too. That's a big one for me. I love that. Getting outside, you know, and just breathing in some fresh air and looking around and being like, you know, God created all of this, and I am all worried about 
all the stuff inside my head when I can be enjoying all of this outside. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's good to get out and clear your head. Because yes. if, if we're just sitting around thinking about yeah. whatever it is, yeah, yeah, that's heavy, that's burdensome, that's depressing, and that's kind of what sucks us back into the <clears throat> pit. Yeah, and we have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for staying out of that pit. You know, yeah. doing our best to not just sink down into it and waller in it. Right. Well, when we do nice things for ourselves, and I'm talking about healthy nice things, I'm right. not telling yeah. you to go on a shopping spree and rack no, up debt no, 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 no. because right. a lot of people like to heal through merchandise. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about when you truly do something nice for yourself, that makes you feel good. Yeah. It releases endorphins in your brain. So something mm-hmm. physiologically is also mm-hmm. happening and it's helping you reset your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Get your hair done. Yeah. Go get your nails done. Yeah. Get a mani penny. Yeah. There Things you go. like that that are healthy yeah. and good for you. But yeah. Not self-destructive. Right. Although, I will say, the best of us can find ourselves in self-destructive mode. But I think if we can identify it and be like, you know what? No, I'm not staying here. Right. Because sometimes we do. Like, this is this is how I know. This is the process that I know. It worked for me before. I came out of it. But this is how to handle my stress or whatever. Right. So, And you may go there. But as long as you can see it and be like, you know what? No, I'm not staying there and make that decision to Yeah, so let's get out. practice some vulnerability with us. So what, what are some things that we do personally to kind of keep us from, well, no, I'm sorry, not keep us, but what do we do mm-hmm. whenever we are in those moments? For me, what's easy for me to get into a dark trap is if I work out too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking I'm bettering myself and it's okay to work out if yeah. you're stressed out. Yeah. But it's again, it's the why you're doing it. Yeah. So if I find myself in the gym three times a day, that's probably not right. for me healthy. Yes. And so there is a balance, but I think it's important whatever your trigger is, <laughs> whatever your advice is, then mm-hmm. those safe people need to know about it. So when you see me in the gym, Jane, three <laughs> hours, four hours a day, yeah. then you might want to ask me, is everything okay? Everything right. <laughs> did you get a curveball today? On? Yes. Oh, that's a good, that's a good keyword there. Like, <laughs> did you ball. get a yeah. curveball today? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I think probably when I kind of like in general get the whole... Like, okay, I'm stressed. I'm getting to that line where I'm going to get unhealthy here. That's usually when I'm like saying yes to way too many things. And I'm like getting just, I can see my planner and it's like too much and I get overwhelmed and then I can't breathe. (laughs) That's my cue. I know myself enough that if I find that I am just kind of stopping and breathing, like I have to think about breathing in and I feel like I don't get enough air with my inhale. That's my cue. Like, okay, I got to slow it down. I got to say no to something. And I've been there before. I've had a point where, like, I just said yes to way too many things. Yeah. And it was kind of that moment of, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, I got it. I just, I wanted to give up everything and not have that balance. Well, and it also teaches you to avoid what's really happening. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So 